Previamente in Modular. Bradley and Inverna were called out to a storm front in hopes to save a Leylon guard, Emma Lou. They managed to save her life, but realized there was more to this mysterious storm, and it would likely lead them back to the Wayside Inn. Macho Man. You know about Macho Man. Rest in peace, Macho. I don't. You don't know about Macho Man? No, tell me about him. He's Macho. He's got a man identity. And his name's Randy. Randy Savage. Wow. Macho Man Randy Savage. And yeah, he was a wrestler. You ready? Wow. You ready to you ready to get into this? Yeah, it's fine. It's, I was a joke. I did know who Macho Man Randy Savage was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was the bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He was in a he was in a popular popular Spider Man movie called Spider Man. Never heard of it. Uh, how do I describe it? Dude gets bit by a bug. He gets buff, he can see without his glasses, squirts jizz out of his wrists, fights Willem Dafoe, gets to see Kristen Dunst's nipples through her tank top, and then at the end, he uh, he goes, Wahoo! As he swings around. Wow. That sounds pretty mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're into Tobey Maguire, because he is the lead role. So he is the Spider-Man. He is the man. He is the man who's uh, afflicted by the spider. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, I can't believe you haven't heard of Randy Savage or Spider Man. Yeah, I'm not really. Can you tell me who Tobey Maguire is? Uh, yeah. What other films he's, has he been in? He's Leonardo DiCaprio's best friend. Is he really? That's what I've heard. Wow. Yeah. You know what they love to say to each other? What do they love to say to each other? They love to say, hello. And welcome. My name is Leonardo DiCaprio. My name is Tobey Maguire. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. That's right, Seabiscuit Boy. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Spider... Well, Spider-Man! <laughs> Maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign, and you want to get a feel for how that campaign plays out. Maybe you're a player who has already been in this particular campaign, and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you didn't realize that when Thorin was two years old, he got Who's bit Thorin? by a... Sp- Thorin is my best friend. He got bit by a bug, 
and he was able to squirt uh, jizz out of his wrists. At two years old? Mm-hmm. But by the time he turned three, it was gone. Oh, okay. And it's just like an infection. Oh, okay. I get you. Like melanoma. Uh, oh, so like he was bitten on the wrist, and so the jizz coming out was like pus. I yep, get it. that was just pus. It was just really yeah. stringy pus. Yeah. I gotcha. Yep. But you should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running. And right now, we're running Stormlord's Wrath. So if you don't want spoilers, you really ought to get out of here. That's true. And there is one more warning we have to offer them. That's right, don't look up. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and we really should have given this warning last episode, minor animal abuse with pocket bugs. Oh, RIP to the pocket bugs. RIP to the pocket bugs. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modulor. And our session 12 of Stormlord's Wrath. I think I think the issue is that I've definitely because one of my players was talking about how he really likes action, I guess, or uh-huh. there's another word for it. No, not combat. Just like, just like, I, I guess action is the right word. I think action is what he said, and so I've been giving them these cool. I think at least action set pieces. Right. But right, it's right. like <laughs> it is <laughs> taking them uh, it, I've got it's like I've taken them to a side quest now as opposed to continuing them on the main quest. And oh. so I'm like I'm like oh god. What do I do? <laughs> but yeah. I get that. That's never uh, that's never a good place to be in. You should uh, you no. should throw them, throw them a, f- a few little uh, sprinkles, sprinkle some crumbs. No, I I intend to I intend to have nothing really develop from this side quest right now. So that they'll be like, okay, well we did that. Let's go do the main quest, and then once they're done with this portion of the main quest, to be like be like, hey, remember this those threads we were talking about earlier well remember that that path that was blocked off while by a boulder somebody chiseled that boulder down to something passable Ooh. you know what i'm saying i get i get you i get you i get you i'm picking up what you're putting down smelling what i'm stepping in unfortunately you 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 licking up what i spilled on the table oh i'm licking it baby and what you just spilled on the table was you and Inverna traveling further north towards the wayside inn. You've got a few miles to go, and you're sprinting your asses off. 
first thing I need you to do is make me an athletics check. So I found out that I'm actually not proficient in using shields, which is probably why I don't have one. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I have to roll this with disadvantage. And I got a seven. I'm going to roll again to see if I can get a natural one. Nope, that one would have been great. No, I got a seven. All right. And Vernon rolled a 19. She's running fine. You're running fine as well, except it's getting harder to breathe. Make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, I get a plus two. I rolled a five. All right. You are suffering from a level of exhaustion as you are running. So you're going to have disadvantage on all skill checks. (laughs) Love that. Very fun. I know. So, as you're running, the thunder overhead is deafening. Hail is pelting you, but it's not really damaging you. Wind is whipping you. You can barely hear what Inverna is saying. She's not speaking to you, but she's saying over the storm, Okay, Talos, listen, we don't, we don't want to get hit by nothing. Just, uh, just be nice to us, okay? We're just, we're just trying to, we're just trying to thwart your plans, but don't worry about us, all right? Please, just, please be kind to us. Uh, are you also praying to Talos as Emilou have advised? Fuck no. Okay. Talos can bite my beef. All right. But I'm not going to say it. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, good for you. Don't say it. You feel the crackle of static electricity. And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. And Verna's also going to make one with advantage. Do I make one with advantage? No, you don't. You're no, not praying to tell pray. us. Okay, I got a seven. Okay, fun for you. You see, in a flash, a bolt of lightning strikes the ground in front of Inverna. She kind of steps back and she shakes her head and she keeps running forwards. Unfortunately for you, there is no bolt of lightning that hits near you. There is only a bolt of lightning that hits you. And you take ten points of lightning damage. As you are struck by lightning, just out of the fucking sky. So I take ten points of lightning damage? (laughs) Yes, you do. I love it. You get hit with this, kind of have to take a moment to right yourself. You just got Uh, struck by fucking lightning. I'm going to say under my breath, is that the best you've got, Talos? Go ahead and make me another constitution saving throw. (laughs) 16. Another bolt of lightning comes streaking past you, just blasts the ground to your left. Giant boom of thunder kind of deafening you, and you realize you need to keep moving. Inverna, let's keep going. Inverna's left you behind. She's like now like 100 feet ahead of you. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to fucking keep going, keep running. You're panting, you're sweating, you're covered in rain, but eventually you see your new favorite inn, perhaps, an inn that you had a bit of fun at, 
once upon a time. But now the buffering winds and violent precipitation grow more intense the closer you get to the end. Your vision is hampered to the point you can only see clearly within 30 feet. You caught up to Inverna. She's nearby. You've got sights on her. Lights coming from the inn reveal a strange scene. Six humanoid creatures stand at the main doors, the same doors that the undead creatures were attacking the first time you encountered this place. The figures seem to be pounding on the doors, although they are hampered by the weather. How far so you, from me are they? They are about 30 feet. But you can't... They're not undead, or you're not sure if they are. But they're definitely pounding on the doors. There's three, once again, at the kind of courtyard doors. You know, there was that open courtyard where there were the stables and there was the smith. And then there are the doors to the actual inn. It looks like there, there are three sets of people at each door. I'm going to take out my mace and put it behind my back and I'm going to walk forward because what if these are just travelers you know okay you walk forward about 10 feet I need you to go ahead and make me a perception check with disadvantage so that was a 27 okay and that was a 13 okay it's hard to tell what's going on the only thing you can really make out is all of these people you can kind of hear groaning and moaning over the storm and there's something protruding it's hard to tell what's going on you can you can step up another 10 feet and verna's kind of squinting with you she's next to you now she says what the hell's going on and uh, you're just getting absolutely buffeted by the storm another perception check with disadvantage you're 10 feet away That's a 16, and that's a 20, so 16. Okay. These are not monsters. These are people, and they seem to be all in some serious pain. As you kind of get closer within 10 feet, there are three at each door. All of them have their own trident sticking through their torsos, sticking them to the doors, and they seem to be bleeding out, and they're trying to see if they can get themselves free without just fucking murking themselves and bleeding out. <clears throat> one person... Can I pull... One can, person kind of sees you. Tridents? Yeah, one, one person says, Oh, please, help us! Help us! And it's just this old man, and he's he's trying to deal with it you're gonna run over which set of doors the the barn doors are closer to you the courtyard doors are the then i'm gonna run over to the barn whichever whichever one just said help me i'm gonna help them first okay i need you to either make me a sleight of hand or a medicine check both with disadvantage roll with disadvantage (laughs) which do i have better i get a plus on both so plus three on both uh, six on my sleight of hand. Okay, and Verna's going to try and help one of the people next to you. She's not at disadvantage. She's doing sleight of hand. You run over, and Verna does as well. There's this just big, hearty dude next to this old man, and Verna is able to kind of finagle 
the trident off of him. He falls. He's clutching his wounds. A lot of blood. You try to do the same thing. You shift this trident, and this old man just expires right next to you as you try to pull the trident out. And he kind of falls limp, and you just yank the trident. He falls to the ground dead. And then there's another person, uh, uh, an elven woman, and she's screaming, Oh, oh my God, please help me, help me. And Verna is going to try and work her magic again. And she manages to get the, the woman off. She's free. She clutches her chest, and she says, Gods, oh, why did they do this to us? And she's just going to sprint out into the storm. The hardy man kind of clutches himself, and he says, don't, don't worry. There's nothing to, to be done for the old man. It's not your fault. And he kind of touches your shoulder. He says, "Thank you. You saved me." And he nods at Inverna, and she nods back, and she, she looks to you, Bradley. Let's go in the barn. All right, you're not worried about. Or I the guess other... let's save the. No, let's save those other people first. Okay, cool. He nods, and he kind of runs off. He looks like he's running to safety as well. You see another three people. It's three women. They all seem to be just in kind of traveler's garb. You move over. Go ahead and make me a medicine or sleight of hand check. Haha, <laughs> don't forget the disadvantage. And Verna goes to free another one, and she just kind of yanks too hard. And this woman, you hear a sickening crack, and one of the women oh. just kind of falls backwards and Inverna just watches as this lifeless body falls and she says oh my god I I, I was able to what'd you roll? I rolled an 8 <laughs> you also just kind of yank too quickly piercing this woman through her sternum she kind of clutches her eyes look wide at you blood kind of coughs out of her mouth and she falls over dead and the last lady just screams no no not like this not like this and she tries to pull herself off and just slashes herself open falls backwards and all three of these women are dead the the hardy man kind of sees this and he says gods am i lucky he says uh he says be careful i think they've got traps and then he just runs off what would you like to do? Fuck. <laughs> yep, three dead bodies just laying at your feet. <sighs> I'm in front of the door to the inn, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna... <laughs> just let out a scream, and as I do that, Thunder Wave is cast, and I want that to blast the door open. Okay, and Verna's right next to you. You want to give her some heads up about this? It's a spur-of-the-moment thing. She's got to make that constitution save, baby. Oh, my God. It's a terrible idea on your part. <laughs> she rolls a 15. She's going to take half damage. Okay. Terrible idea. Which is nine halved. To four. To four. Okay. She kind of gets rocked by this, and the doors shake with your thunder wave, and they are not broken. Really? Really. Did the doors make a constitution save? 
Uh, no, they took full damage. In addition, uns so I guess it's secured, so... The bodies Inverna also get pushed 10 feet away from me. Yeah, they just all kind of roll. And Verna grabs your bicep and she says, What the hell are you doing? Bradley, we're trying to have maybe an element of surprise for whatever the fuck's going on in there. You want to think before you act, goddammit? I want to kill these fuckers. I want to kill whoever did this. She grabs you by just like the collar of your armor and kind of shakes you and she says, Get it together, man. If we're going to save anybody else, we got to do it the smart way. Come on now. Let's see if there's another way in. And she's going to try and go around the building. I'm going to follow her. Okay, you see a window. Go ahead and make me a perception check. With disadvantage. I get a plus eight. You know, you would think I would roll, like, regardless of how I rolled... It would still be pretty good. I got a 13. Yeah, that's good enough. You can peer inside without causing too much disturbance. 13. I'm going to give you two out of four things. So. Can Inverna see the other two? Uh, I'll, make an, I'll make a perception check for Inverna. Oh, she rolled a natural two, plus one. She's not worried about peering into the windows. So, one through four, what would you like to see? Let's go one. Okay. Number one, you peer in, and from the angle you're at, you can see prisoners, which it looks like four people, are tied up on the stage that you once sang on. Okay. Well, uh, give me number three. Number three. You see three. there is another prisoner who is kind of bound and gagged in the middle of the room. Looks like there's some people around him, probably cultists. You recognize this prisoner, Bradley. Your brother, Slyander, is bound and gagged in this room. What the fuck? And... These cultists seem to be dancing around him. Inferno. Inferno, we have to get in there. That's my brother. We have to get in there. Her eyes widen. She says, Okay, all right, Bradley. We can't just rush in there, all right? It's a fucking hostage situation. All right, they're going to slice his throat as soon as they see us. We need to try another way. Stay calm, all right? You got to trust me. Is there a door to the kitchen in the back? Maybe. Funny you should ask. You go around, and certainly you see there is a door where you remember, spatially, there. that's where the kitchen would be. You also see, above this door, there seems to be an open window. Boost me up. And Vernon nods. She says, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and make me a, because she's boosting you, make me a straight athletics check. A nine. I'm rolling like fucking dog shit today. Yeah, I think that'll that'll be bad. You try and climb up. You get your hands up there. Try to use your foot on the stone of this inn. It is obviously slick. You slide. You fall back down. And you're going to take some falling damage. 
You take one point of falling damage as you tweak your wrist on the way down. Inverna says, get the fuck out of the way. And she rolls a 17. She just kind of runs up the wall in an impressive feat, grabs the sill, pulls herself up. And then you hear some hushed whispering and you kind of make out Inverna saying, what the fuck? And something else is going on, but she does not reach back out to, to reach for you. So she doesn't reach out for me. No. I don't know if I can assume that she's okay or not. Is Can I check the door to see if it's unlocked? Yeah, absolutely. Then that's what I'm going to do. Okay. You go to open it and it is surely locked. Do you have thieves tools? No. Hmm. You gonna try and bash it down? No. I need to Are there any other windows, anything else that I can get into? You like have a cellar door or something? You could keep looking, but as you're kinda of trying to figure this out, you see Inverna's hand extend from the window and she says, Bradley, come on. Make okay, me then... a straight athletics check. It's a nine again. <laughs> She grabs your hand, you kind of <laughs> slip your foot, your head hits the wall. <laughs> it's not funny because it's actually a very, time is of the essence and, and people are in danger. But you did just take two more points of bludgeoning damage as you crack your forehead on the wall, trying to claw, climb up. <laughs> What's your HP at? 53. Okay. You're all right, all right. She pulls you into the window. And you see she's not the only one up here. There is a gnomish woman in what looks like wizard robes. And she says, Hi, uh, just met your friend there. Uh, name's Cray, Underquill. Uh, good to meet you. Uh, bit of a sticky situation, eh? Hi. Who are you? I, I mean, you just introduced yourself, but who are you? Um, yeah, well, you recognize this woman, Bradley. This woman was walking out of Lord Neverember's chamber as you were walking in. Oh. And she says, name's Cray, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to learn to be a wizard, but uh, more importantly right now, I'm just stuck in this situation. I was coming north back from Waterdeep, uh, got a parcel for my... Lord never remember, and unfortunately, shit started going weird all of a sudden. Uh, they just started grabbing people, uh, the people that own the inn. This big woman, big bracers, big muscles, and this this guy with all these nautical tattoos. They just started grabbing people, and oh, it was it was so strange. They they took uh, the the owner. I, I, I met her. Her name is Marticia. They dragged her down to the basement. And there was this bard who, who kept flirting with me. His name was Tarbin. They took him away on horseback. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they had any orders to kill him because they, they talked about being careful with him. But it, it was all strange. Uh, I, I decided to cast Disguise Self, made myself look like 
another little cultist, and I snuck up here to hide. I, I wish I could do more, but I'm I'm pretty weak. I, I, I thought about climbing out the window, but if I fell, it might kill me. Uh, <laughs> this is obviously kind of metagaming, but she does look pretty squishy. She has 9 HP. But she says, uh, I, I'd love to help you, but I'm not. I'm really not much of a fighter. But I, I could tell you this. Uh, there's some sort of ritual going on. Something down in that basement. I, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's bad. And it's why this storm's getting so bad. And it's only going to get worse. Right. You stay up here. And Vern and I will take care of this. She nods at that. She says, Those I... bastards. Should have fucking known. A sailor, of course. She says, yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, good luck to you, to you both. Uh, let me, uh, let me see if I've got anything to help you. And she says... She has, a, she has a potion of rejuvenation, which takes <laughs> away any... She has a coffee for me. She kind of... Motions, she says, there's a chandelier out there. I could cast prestidigitation, maybe make all the flames and the candles go out all at once. Would, would that be helpful? It might. It might lessen their vision. Of course, they could all potentially see in the dark. I don't know. I say do it, though. Okay. I need, as you're walking out, out onto this upper floor, I need you to make me a stealth check. Cray That's rolled... straight, because I already have advantage. Yes. Cray rolled a natural 20. I rolled a 17. Nice. Inverna rolls with disadvantage. Her first one was a 19. And her second one's a 20. Oh, fuck yeah. She, all three of you are stealthy as hell. You come out, and you can see below you, there look to be three cultists. You see Bax, the bartender who took such a liking to you. You see Kura, the half-orc who was the cook. And you see a little kobold that you do not recognize. A kobold? But a kobold. But they all three are very clearly in cultist garb. They've got your brother on the ground. Their blades are shining. They're dancing. They're chanting. And you do not see Tiga, the blacksmith woman. And you do not see Marticia, the the attractive owner who Bradley had flirted with. I'm going to whisper to Inverna, we keep the kobold alive. They're normally very timid, I can... I've heard. We can Inverna... probably get information from him. Inverna says, I thought I was the racist one, but okay. And... <laughs> it's in the books! She, uh... That's she's she's excuse. waiting on your she's waiting on your your move to make a move. You've got the drop on him. You can get a surprise round. What do you want to do? I want to leave him in his tiny hut and wait for eight hours. No. <laughs> if you do that, it will end very badly. I'm going to cast fear at them or on it's on myself but the cone projects down to them and okay. they all need to make me a wisdom saving throw or they're going to see their worst fear and become <clears throat> frightened 
it, they do not necessarily know. Okay, can they also you drop whatever they're holding? Can you make me an initiative roll just so I can start up this encounter tracker, and then I'll I'll still have you go first. That's going to be a fifteen. Okay, you've got the surprise round. Same time, Cray prestidigitates. All the flames snuff out. You're at 53 HP, you said? Yeah. You cast fear. You see this kobold. Wisdom save, you said? Yeah. Kobold rolls but a But that also means Sly would have to make a wisdom save. Kobold rolls a 12. He fails. Sly rolls a 9. He fails. Then Bax rolls a 5. Fails. And Kura rolls a 13. Fails. Okay. And so they're all going to drop what they're holding. Yep. And they're going to be frightened of they're you? They're going to become frightened. While frightened by the spell, a creature must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest available route on each of its turns, unless there is nowhere to move. If the creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight of you, the creature can make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. But it... only if they don't have line of sight of me. And Do they make the save again if they take damage? It does not say. Okay. So I'm going to say... But this is a concentration spell, so if I take damage... Okay. Top of the order, it is Sly. He falls to his belly, and he tries to start scooting. But he does not make it very far at all. He's still just in the bar. Inverna dashes to get downstairs. And she's just going to make for the prisoners, since everyone's scared. She pulls out a blade, and she's just going to try and cut people free and let them get the fuck out of here. This kobold dashes... Let me look at the map of this place. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30 almost gets him to the door. 35, he goes to open it. He has to make a dexterity saving throw as he breaches the glyph of warding. And you watch as the kobold opens this door and it there's a loud boom of thunder and he goes flying across the room and he's fucking dead <laughs> fuck there goes my plan it is your turn bradley you said i'm on like a balcony right yep i'm gonna jump down and try and land on top of backs okay go ahead and roll me an athletics check and then make me an attack roll with well no roll the uh acrobatics or athletics whatever you like roll that first oh. And it's got to be with disadvantage. I got a nine athletics. Okay, roll me an attack roll with disadvantage. Uh, Thirteen. On backs, you go to leap onto him. He's shaking and doing all sorts of weird stuff as he's frightened by what, by what you've shown him, which to him is probably, I don't know, a sinking ship. You just completely whiff it. You... Fall flat on your face and take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Eight points? You fell 20 feet um, and just hit the ground. You're on the ground God, now. This is like the opposite of the 
Batman episode. <laughs> so, what would you like to do? Well, I've already used my action, right? Yep, so you could spend half your movement standing up. Cool, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to use my bonus action. I'm going to say... Sly, there's no need to fear. It's me, your brother. And hmm. give him bardic inspiration, okay. which I am now out of. Nice. I'm going to have Cray... All right, Cray's going to retreat back into the room for safety. Bax is going to sprint... He's Or dash, rather. All the way to the... He gets to make a wisdom save before or after. He'd have to lose line of sight of me. Oh, first. shit. He has... Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. The gladiator has advantage on saving throws against being frightened. He has to make another save. Oh, yikes. 14? Still fails. Okay. So, he sprints... Wait, sorry. Do I sorry. get an attack of opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a 24 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. 10. Okay. Oh, if the creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight to you, the creature can make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. You deal 10 points of damage just whacking him in the back. Right? Yeah. He sprints to the door. He sprints out the door. Now he's, he doesn't see you anymore, so he's making another save with advantage. That's a 17. 17 is a success. As soon as the rain from his Stormlord hits his face, he realizes he's been tricked. Kura is also going to sprint out of here. Same... Is she close enough? Is she near enough to me that I can make an attack of opportunity? Or You've already used your reaction. Like... Damn, that's right. Fuck. So she sprints out of here, and she also rolls a 17 when she makes it outside. But you've bought yourself some time. Top of the order. I'm going to... Because you said that, I'm going to let Sly make a wisdom save. He got a 10. He's still frightened of you, so he's just crawling on the floor trying to get away from you. Unless... Well... What's your DC? He might use his bardic inspiration to become unfrightened. He rolled a 10. It's a, The DC is 15. Okay. I used it. He looks at you and he says, oh, oh, and he doesn't seem frightened of you anymore, but he's still gagged, bound. He's out of commission. Inverna cuts two people free. As her, I'll say she cuts three out of the four of them free. And she says, run, just get the hell out of here. Run as quick as you can. And they all nod. She points towards the kitchen. Obviously, she doesn't want them running past Bax and Kura. So they just sprint for it uh, out the back. And there is no glyph of warding on the back door, so they're not going to get Oh, hell yeah. It's just broken. It is locked. It is your turn. I'm going to, I want to, if I have to use my action for it, I want to un- I want to cut free and ungag Sly. Yep, you do that. And say, follow them into the kitchen. He Get looks to safety. At, he looks at you and he says, Big bro, I, I can help. 
he pulls out these daggers. He's like, look. No. Get to the kitchen. All right. Roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage. This is a very important check. Dice! It's a nine. He shakes his head and he says, I can't leave you behind, big bro. I'm going to stand and help you. You have a bonus action. What would you like to do? As my bonus action, I want to... I want to grab him by the shoulders. Tears in my eyes. And I want to say, Sly, I cannot lose you. Please, go to the kitchen. Make me another flat persuasion check. Please be good. Twelve. He nods and he says... Okay, but I'll never forgive you if you die. And he stands up and he runs to the kitchen. As his action, as his movement, Bax comes back into the room. And he smiles and he says, Yeah, maybe we should have killed you that night. But we hadn't gotten the go-ahead yet from Feralai. So I get to kill you now, Bard. And he's going to throw his spear at you. God, I wish I was a monk so I could just fucking catch it. Does an 18 hit? An 18 hits. You take nine points of damage as it just kind of like flies past you. Shave some meat off your shoulder. And... That's his turn. Kura also comes back in and she says, I could have poisoned the pie, but I guess it's just time to kill you the right way. And she is going... to... cast Hold Person on Inverna. Where'd you say she was from again? Luskin. Luskin? Yeah. And that's the place that has beef with Neverwinter? Yeah, at least it did at least it did in in uh like a hundred years ago. I don't know about the lore well enough. Sorry, people listening. Oh. Well I don't care. All right, she does not successfully hold person. She ch- holds up her hand, tries to get Inverna paralyzed, does not work, and it is Inverna's go. She she can't leave this one prisoner in here. She can't let another person die. She is going to cut the last person free, say, run, get out of here while you can. And then she's going to use her bonus action to second wind herself. And she gets 13 HP back. Hell yeah. And then she stands up with her sword and she says, Ooh, baby. I've been waiting to kill some more of y'all cultists. It is your turn, Bradley. I'm going to... How close are they? They are standing Funny. right next to each other. Standing right next to each other. I'm going to run up to them. And I said, knew I should have never trusted pirate filth. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, and they both need to make me a Constitution saving throw. Okay. 
Bax rolls a 27. 26, sorry. And Kura rolls a 13. Kura fails, so she's going to get pushed away 10 feet. She gets Bax thrown back out into the storm. 12 damage, so Bax is going to take 6. All right. You hit these two with this thunder wave. You, as I said, Kura kind of slides out into the rain. She looks very hurt by that. Bax kind of flexes his arms, which are about as big as your torso. And he smiles and says, It's going to take more than that, you little bitch. You got any bonus actions? None that I can use right now. Well, I'm going to say, How about this? And try and hit him with my dagger. Okay. So what do I roll? I, I never know how to do this. What do I roll again? Just roll roll to hit with everything, but if you hit, you don't add anything. You just do a d4. Okay. That's going to be right. a 25 to hit. That hits. That's going to be two damage. You slice his earlobe, and he kind of smiles and says, It's just a little nick. Not worried about that. And his shield comes up with some frightening speed. And he's going to try and shield bash you. Cheat. Uh, he rolls a 10. You duck to the side, and the shield comes around again. He's trying to, like, hook you with it. He's just trying to Captain America your ass. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Make me a strength saving throw as you take 10 points of damage. Oh, I have disadvantage on those because I'm using my shield. Oh, damn. It's okay. They're both at 12. Okay. He clocks you in the jaw, and you spin out and hit the ground. You are prone. How much damage did I take? 10. He then just kind of spits, and he uses his speed to try and walk over to find his spear. Kura rushes back in. And she is going to just charge Inverna. You watch. You can kind of see out of the corner of your eyes or on the ground. Her hand kind of warbles with this black pulsing energy. She's going to try and make a spell attack against Inverna. She goes to try and inflict wounds on Inverna. Inverna grabs her hand and just kind of pushes her to the side. Sword is out. Inverna swings twice on this mean lady. 23 to hit and a 19 to hit. Both hit. She grabs Kura's wrist, twists it. Her sword just stabs up into her torso. She says, nice try, bitch. And she fucking kills her. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And it is your turn. I'm going to use half my movement speed to stand. Yep. And then I want to... I want to, like... 
tackle back. So okay. he can't find his spear. Okay. Go ahead and roll me uh, a strength attack. So, unarmed? Unarmed, yep. Cool. Oh, uh, so close! A 12. 12. He just kind of sidesteps you, and you just kind of lunge into nothingness. But now you've you've prevented him. You're standing in between him and his spear. Got a bonus action? Do I? Going to attempt to hit him with my dagger again. Okay. It looks like it landed on the 19, but it actually landed on the 1. Hmm. Fun. So nat 1? Yeah. He, uh... He swats with his open hand at your wrist, and your dagger just kind of skitters across the room. It's just on the ground in the middle of the room. That's fine. He says, you are incredibly Wait, can I use? can I use offhand if I have a shield on? Oh, no. Damn. But we're just going to let that slide. So that that's good. He knocks the dagger away. He says, uh, you are incredibly weak. And... I find it hard to believe that you have killed a dragon. And then he's swinging for your balls with his shield. My 21, balls? 21 to hit. A 21 does hit. You take 8 points of damage. Make me a strength saving throw. I fucking hate this guy. That's a 24. Okay. You remain... that's an 11. Oh, sorry. Because I have to do you disadvantage. shield. <laughs> You fall onto your knees, clutching your balls as he hit both in one fell swoop. And then with advantage, he's going to try and uppercut you in the chin with this with this shield, which he does. And you take another eight points of damage. And you just kind of feel your noggin get rocked, your brain's rattled. He hit the fuck out of you. Inverna's gonna rush in behind him and hits him twice. Max damage on the first one and pretty good on the second one. She deals 28 points of damage to him as she just slashes into the back of his neck. And she says, get the hell away from him, you cultist filth. It's your turn, Bradley. He has turned. He is no longer worried about you as you are on the ground, moaning and groaning as you hold your nuts. I'm going to stand up. And... Ah, fuck. I'm going to vicious mockery him. Okay. And I'm going to say, listen here, you meathead. Piece of shit. I have killed a dragon, and I'm going to kill you, and it's been far easier fighting you. And he needs to make me a wisdom saving throw. He rolled a four. He takes seven points of psychic damage. Kind of grabs one ear. He has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Any bonus actions? Remember, that was a cantrip, so if you have a bonus action spell, you could cast it. Hmm. As my bonus action, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take off this goddamn shield. Okay. And just throw it to the fucking ground. Okay. He kind of clutches at his ears and then blindly swings up 
towards Inverna. That would hit with a dirty 20. That would miss with a 15. Shield comes up. She swats it back down with her sword. But then he twists to backhand you with it, and he hits. And you take another eight points of damage as he clocks you in the jaw. And he's just trying okay. to fight both of you off. Do I need to make a strength? Yes, you do. This with, time without disadvantage. Without disadvantage. This time I rolled a natural fucking 20. He hits you, and you just look right back at him. You do not fall to the ground. Inverna's going to try and fuck him up some more. I definitely don't kill him, Inverna. Please. That is <laughs> Let a me 17 to hit, which hits, and a 27 to hit. She does 9 plus 6, 15 points of damage. She just slashes him kind of in the ass. <laughs> and <laughs> he... Looks rather hurt, but he still has more HP than you, that's for sure. It is your turn. I'm going to... Vicious Mockery him again. Well, hold on. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to Vicious Mockery him again, and I say, You stupid, ignorant, bastard. How does it feel knowing... That Inverna and I are going to be the last things you ever see. And he got a nine on his save. Throw. He fails, and he is going to take six points of psychic damage. He, you see some blood is pouring out of his ears. Any bonus? No. Okay. With disadvantage, he's going to swing his shield at you Actually, first. Actually, now that I have... Now that I have a free hand... I'm going to hit him with my hand axe. Okay, go ahead and swing. 11 to hit. That's a miss. Swing again. He catches your she your hand axe with his shield, goes to uppercut you, but the nat one, he leaves his bicep completely open for you to chop at it. You go to swing with your hand axe as your bonus action. He catches it with his shield, since you rolled an 11. But then as he goes to uppercut you with the shield again, he leaves his bicep completely exposed, and with a nat 1, you can attack again. With anything? With the hand axe. 16. That hits. That's going to be 9 points. You chop into his bicep, kind of peeling some muscle off. He looks hurt. He then kind of spins the other way to attack Inverna. He hits her and deals her 11 points of damage. As he hits her right in the temple, she's got to make a strength save. You see he clocks the shit out of her. Her head kind of hits the wall, and she kind of crumples. We're going to count that as prone, even though she's not down. She uses half of her movement to stand back up. She goes to swing at him. He bats her sword away but she kind of carves up under him. Her first attack misses. Her second attack hits, and she deals nine points of damage. He is still standing. It is your turn, Bradley. As my main action, I'm going to go 
for my mace. Okay. That's going to be a 15. That's a miss. Damn. Bonus action, going for the hand axe. He swats. A 21. All right. That's a hit. That's going to be six points. You carve in his chest. He's bleeding profusely. You're still bleeding more than him. He's going to kind of twist his shield into both hands and try and drive it down into Inverna's face, similar to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier situation. He rolls another nat one. Can you please go ahead and make me another attack with your mace? With my mace? Hell yeah. That's going to be a 21 to hit. That hits? <laughs> Six points of damage. You kind of clock him in the back of the head, and he wavers. And as he does so, he's kind of down, hunched over, and Inverna just plunges her sword into his face and pulls it back out, and he falls to the ground dead. She looks at you, and she says, We still have a, we still have a ritual to stop. He really rocked us, but you're right. She smiles and she says, and I'm uh, going to... She says, you could say you rocked us like a hurricane. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast second level healing word on her. Wait, what's uh, your no, HP wait. at? Not healing word. Sorry, second level cure word. What's your HP at? What's your HP uh, at? I'll tell you after I'm done. She gets 18 points of health back. All right, she couldn't and even heal for that much. And then I'm going to cast second much. level cure wounds on was... myself. That's why I was I was trying to talk you out of it, because she can't even heal for that much. She's back at full. Okay, well, I'm casting second level cure wounds on myself, too. So from your 2 HP, what do you go to? <laughs> six. You get six back? So plus six. Yeah, I get six back. Okay, so she's at 58 HP, and you're at eight. Cool, I'm really glad that you didn't wait for me to tell you what her HP was at. So that's good. Remember, she second-winded herself and then didn't get hit that entire fight, except for maybe once. Because I wasn't paying attention. I thought she got hit more than that. I was trying to tell you, and you interrupted me. And you said, and you said, no, 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 it's going to be huge. I'm going to heal her. I'm going to first-level cure wounds myself. And it's going to be, and it's going to be amazing. And I get back 10 points of health. Okay. So now I'm at 18. And, you know what? I'm just going to go into this next fight. No spell slots. I'm going to cure wounds myself again. Okay. Now I'm going to get full 12 points from it. So now I'm at 30. Nice. All right. That's more survivable. You know that something's going on in the basement. You going down there? Got to. Don't have a choice. Crates, barrels, and other containers holding food and drink have been pushed aside to make room for a, a large copper statue at the far side of this basement. The statue depicts a four-armed storm god holding lightning bolts in each hand. You recognize this as Talos. Before the statue stands Tiga the Smith. In the corner behind the statue, Martisha... The inn's owner is bound with rope. Her face is bruised and bloody, but she bears no mortal wounds. Tiga turns, and she speaks, 
but you don't hear her voice. You hear a different voice, a booming voice. And it says, You dare defile the storm god? And her eyes open and crackle with lightning. I need you to roll me initiative. Ten. You see at the top of the order, Marticia kind of bounces and she's going, and she's gesturing towards her hands, which are bound, and she kind of nods. And you do see that there's a loose sword on the opposite side of the basement. What kind of sword? I don't know. Maybe I'll just pick it up for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. Inverna is going to rush into the fray and attack Tiga, who seems to be channeling Talos through her own body. She hits twice, dealing 22 points of damage as she carves into Tiga's stomach. It is Tiga's turn. She kind of laughs in the voice of Talos. Ha ha ha! You come to die, elf. Pulls out a giant great axe and swings it recklessly at Inverna, dealing her 15 points of damage, max damage. God damn. As she just kind of hits Inverna in the shoulder, Inverna drops, but the armor holds, but you can tell it obviously hurt her. Then you see this statue of Talos kind of holds out its arms, and these lightning lightning bolt blades begin to swing over Tiga's head down at Inverna in rapid succession four attacks against her. A miss. The statue can attack too. A hit. A miss. And a miss. Inverna takes just from the one that hit her. She takes seven points of damage as this thing slashes into her face. It is your turn. First thing I need you to do is make me a religion check with disadvantage. So seven. Okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, seven. Perfect, perfect. Perfect. You don't know anything. Haha, <laughs> you silly fucking goober. Why would you ever think you knew anything? Someone's mad. Okay, what would you like to do? Well, Inverna's getting beat the fuck up. Yep. I don't know. I want to do something kind of silly and, you know, rush over to Tiga, you know, try and t- take some of the aggro, divert the aggro. Okay. And I'm going to hit her with my mace. Okay, go for it. Does a 15 hit? 15 is a hit. And you roll with advantage because she just reckless attacked. Oh. Well, let me do that. Let me see if I can get a natural old 20. Okay, so 15 hit. The other one was a 23. This is going to be 9 points of damage. Yeah, you kind of whack her right in the chest with your mace. And you hear Talos's voice say, Kill this servant. And two more will rise. Is he a fucking Hydra? I... Not really, but it's just good imagery. My bonus action, hand-axing this one. Okay. Do I still get advantage? Yes. Thank God. 23. 
23 is a hit. That's going to be three points of slashing damage. Okay. Go ahead and make me a flat perception check. 26. Tiga's bracers on her arms are glowing, and, because 26 is very high, there is a lightning bolt symbol on the statue that is also glowing. And it looks kind of like a, a talisman, almost. Interesting. Is there a way... Here's a question. Is there a way for me to, within combat, remove her bracers? On your next turn, we can absolutely try and deal with that. Hell yeah, let's do it. If I make it to my next turn. Top of the order, Marticia is going... And you seem to be just completely ignoring her. I'm not ignoring her. I'm just... Priorities, Marticia! She's trying to get in the fray. She's trying to help you. Inverna is swinging with advantage. Hits. Tiga twice. Dealing her 15 points of damage. Tiga looks fucked up. The statue has not been hurt. Tiga is going to reckless attack you, Bradley. Dirty 20 to hit you. And you take 13 points of slashing damage as she just slices open your fucking arm. That hits. That's nothing. I wish I could go back to that witch. Or did she die? I forgot. What witch? The, um... The one who gave me the tattoo. Oh, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Well, I wish I could find another witch and get her to give me a tattoo that protects me from melee damage. <laughs> well, the right arms of this statue swing out at you, and the left swing out at Inverna. Inverna dodges. You do not. You take another 14 points of slashing damage. Okay. Well. It is your turn. I want to try and remove these bracers. Okay, you going for the bracers or the talisman? I'll go for the talisman. Okay, go ahead and make me a sleight of hand check, DC 20, and you're rolling with disadvantage. Well, I can already tell you I failed it. Okay. You try and get this thing off. Was that my action? That is your action. What is your bonus action? You could attempt again as your bonus action. No, if it's that high, I'm, there's no way I can. Now I want to free Marticia, but I know if I walk away, then they're, the, her and the statue are going to get attacks of opportunity on me. Disengage. Is my bonus action? We'll say your bonus action was trying to get the talisman. Okay, then I'm going to disengage and I'm going to run over to Marticia. Okay, so you're next to her. That's your turn. She, again, kind of motions for you to, to do something, but you can't do anything yet. So she's just excited that you're next to her, about to help her. Inverna's attacking. Wait, what's your HP? I'm at three. You're at three. Okay, perfect. Inverna, Inverna decapitates Tiga. Oh, fuck yeah. Tiga's body just kind of falls limp, and as the blade's about to hit... Talos just screams, No! And there is a lightning bolt that shimmers from the bracers and hits the statue, and the statue takes 40 force damage. 40? 40, yes. And kind of shakes, but it's not down. It's the statue's turn. It's going to make all four attacks against Inverna. Miss, 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 and a hit. 
and Verna's just dodging. You see her moving faster than you've ever seen her moving before, just trying to avoid these, these knives swinging at her. But one does catch her in the chin and cuts her chin wide open. She takes 10 points of damage. It's back to you, Bradley. So can I, as a, I guess as a bonus action, ungag? Morticia says, you got to get that talisman off that statue. What are you doing? I don't know if you've noticed, but I tried. <laughs> I didn't notice. Very hard. <laughs> I was watching your friend do all the work. What's your action? I'm going <laughs> to gag her again. No, my action is I'm going to roll my eyes at that, and I'm going to fucking... Untie her hands? Sure. Okay. All right. You use your axe. You soft the ropes. You free her. She stands up. She says... Fucking finally, that's what I've been waiting for. She moves over to the talisman, tries to grab it, but is unsuccessful in getting it free. Oh, you just gotta grab the talisman, Bradley. Inverna says, what's going on? I can try and help. And she's gonna try and do the same thing. Natural two. The statue... Might as well just break the fucking statue. It's only got over 100 HP. So if you'd rather, I'd say keep going. Still? Yeah, it's got over 100 HP. Even after taking 40 force damage? It's still got over 100 HP. You watch one dagger hits each woman once, dealing 11 points to Inverna and 7 to Marticia. It's your turn. Okay. I'm going to go try and take off that amulet. Okay, go for it. He's a disadvantage, right? Yep. It's a 13... All right. I'm going to use my inspiration die. Oh, shit. It's a 14. God damn it. <laughs> All right. That was a waste. You did your best. You tried. Morticia is just going to kind of get her fingernails under it and say, now you pull. And she's going to try and give Inverna the help action. That's not going to do it. Inverna grabs her sword and sticks it at one of the edges of this amulet and just kind of pushes and pops the thing off and the statue explodes i need you to make me a dexterity saving throw good thing i got rid of that shield but i got an 11 okay you fail so does marticia inverna succeeds how much damage do i take you take 20 points of force damage as you are knocked backwards I am unconscious now. Inverna takes 10. Luckily, if she had taken 20, she would have gone down as well. You hit the ground. Your head hits rocks. You can feel the blood pooling around your head. Unconsciousness is taking you. You cough up a little blood. You kind of smile to yourself. You got Sly out of here. Your baby brother's safe. Go ahead and make me a death saving throw. A six. Mm, You feel a pair of hands pumping into your chest. Inverna picks up your head and cradles it while Marticia's quick at work with a medicine check. That did not succeed. I need you to make me another death saving throw. Uh, it almost landed on a four. 18. 18. If it had been a nat one, we'd have said bye-bye to Bradley for forever. Marticia staunches the blood and you kind of rest easy but pass the fuck out. In your dreams... You see your father. He kind of gives you an approving nod. Makes you feel nice. And then you see your brother. 
and he rushes over and he gives you a hug and he's safe and he's alive. You see Inverna and she kind of gives you a hug. Says she's proud of you. And you see the silhouette of a woman in a doorway. And if you're not sure if it's Elsa or who it is, but you hear a neutral voice say, I'm glad you're okay. And the woman starts walking towards you like she's going to get in the bed with you. And then you wake up. And sitting on your bed is Marticia. And she's got a rag on your head, and she's kind of patting your wounds, and she says, You okay? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I've taken far worse than this. Is that true? You almost died in my arms. Oh, believe me, you should see how many times I've almost died. <laughs> she nods and says, You lead a uh, an exciting life, huh? It's the life of an adventurer. This is the quest. This is the path that I wanted to take, and so I'm taking it. She nods. She says, uh, I used to be something of a of an adventurer myself, so I know all about that. I'm glad you're okay, Bradley. I can't believe all of your employees. Were cultists? Yeah, cultists that fucking suck. sucked. That sucks a lot. I'm going to have to find some new people to work for me. I know my brother's upstairs, and he's a pretty hard worker, if you'd We have are him. upstairs, Bradley. What are you talking about? Oh. Sorry. Thought we were still in the, the basement. The rooms are upstairs. She says, still in the basement. She says, you've been passed out for about 12 hours. Oh, so I get a long rest, right? Yes, you do. Hell yeah. Not a very nice one, but a long one indeed. She shakes her head and says, your brother seems... Like a good kid. I might give him a chance if he wants a job. She... Just try and make sure this place isn't attacked too much. Yeah, yeah, knowing my luck, maybe he shouldn't work here. She pulls out a bag, and she says, All of this was on my employees. It needs to go to you. It's, it's the most thanks I can give you. She pulls out 500 gold pieces oh, in a yeah. little pouch and gives them to you. She pulls out five potions of greater healing. <laughs> she pulls out a spell scroll that as you open it up, it has the spell call lightning on it. And she gives you a ring. And you're going to have to identify this ring. But it's silver. And it has blue footsteps around the ring. She says, I hope this is useful. Hold on. Adding all this shit to my inventory. What level is Call Lightning? It's like third level? Third level. Cool. You are far too kind. Especially when, as you said, Inverna was the one who did all the work. Yeah, she she really was. She kind of carries the team, huh? Sometimes. It's a, it's a back and forth. She says, yeah, I can tell. She uh, She does all the heavy lifting. 
and you do all the smooth talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I do some pretty heavy lifting of my own sometimes, but no, I, I definitely would not be here, would not be alive if not for Inverna, so. Yeah, me neither. They were going to raise that statue, and it was going to, I guess it was going to freeze in place, and it was going to become indestructible, and you had, like, minutes left. But then that storm overhead, it was going to be never-ending. And you stopped that from happening. Then once that was done, they were going to slit my throat and and slit your brother's throat and slit all those other people's throats, and they were going to pour our blood on their naked bodies while they made love to Talos, I guess. Something weird like that. I don't know. They were doing a lot of weird talk. I knew I fucking shouldn't have trusted fucking Bax. If someone tells you they used to be a pirate, don't hire them. I don't... Just don't do it. I really don't intend to. I'll be honest with you. There are so many criminals with with records that are great employees. Piracy, that's not a good one. Don't trust them. Well, thank you for your hospitality. And I know we kind of wrecked your place downstairs. If you need any money for repairs or anything, I did just get 500 gold. You know I could have kept that gold for myself, right? That's true. She touches your chest, and she leans in and gives you a kiss on the cheek. And she says, You don't owe me anything, Brad the Copper. I'm just glad to see you. She kind of nods at you and walks out of the room. Hell yeah. You hear a knock on the door. Come in, please. Inverna walks in. I'm going to sit up now. She's got some bandages on her. She's out of her armor. She looks beat up, but not as beat up as you. She kind of holds up a mirror, shows you your face, and you have two black eyes. Your lips are busted. You have dried blood on your face. She says, I'm glad I don't look as bad as you, Bradley. That's for sure. Yeah, but I'm still the better looking of the two of us. She squints and says, Whatever. Just wanted to show you this. And she plops down a map of the Sword Coast. And she plops down the glasses. Wait, I thought I was carrying the glasses. She took them off of you while you were asleep. She had to take a look-see. Well, I'm going to pop them on. You pop them on? Sure enough, you see a marking along the cliffs north of where you are now. South of Neverwinter, there is a spot that's marked as the Thunder Cliffs. Modular is Thorin George as Bradley Copper, and Luke Job as our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast, and can be found in the module Stormlord's Wrath. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. 
You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music, and you can find his website link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Twitter, at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram at the Modular Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at the Modular Podcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout out to at PowerWordPod, at ForeverDMJustin, at DorkSnorks, at KPersists, at Nerdist8, at Grim underscore Darkstone, and at BronsonFitz. All of those lovely folks follow us on Twitter. Those are their Twitter handles. Some of them obviously are D&D pages. If you need more D&D in your life and you want your Twitter feed to have more D&D, maybe you should go follow them. We appreciate their follows. That's why we decide to craft such beautiful poetry of me reading their names in a list to then put out into the universe where they can live forever as immortals. We appreciate all the support this season has gotten, all the love we're receiving. We appreciate you in general. Maybe this isn't your favorite season. Maybe you think Bradley Copper is an asshole. Well, that's okay, because it's almost over, and we're going to be back to our good pals Locke and Annie and Voltoroi, and they're going to be fighting more dragon cultists and more Tiamat, maybe. Who knows? New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening to Modular. Thank you.